A Medicare Moment with Martha was previously recorded. Aloha and welcome to a Medicare Moment with Martha. What do Tom Hanks, Kenny G, Larry Bird, and Gina Davis have in common? They are all turning 65 this year, joining other celebrities who have hit that milestone. They have money, fortune, and fame, but may not qualify for Medicare. To qualify based on age, you must be 65, have worked for 10 years, and contributed to Social Security. You don't qualify on earnings alone or because you won an Emmy or an Academy Award. Medicare is a valuable benefit that provides health care coverage once you qualify. Health care costs can drain resources quickly if you don't have health insurance. The right Medicare plan can save you money, so you must choose wisely. So whether it's you, auntie, uncle, mom or dad, tune in as we examine the world of Medicare. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a Medicare Moment with Martha. I'm your host, Martha Clopin, and so happy to be back in the month of March. Can you believe it? It is March already. And guess who stopped by to join us? None other than Miss Tasha Josui. Hello. I'm back. (laughs) Tasha, you must really enjoy being here on the show. And, And what do you like most about being a guest on a Medicare moment with Martha? What I like most is just being able to be part of sharing the information and education that you and I have come to love so much. That's really what I love. It's so gratifying when you have that call that comes in. And at the end of that call, it's Oh, thank you so much. (laughs) But Tasha, uh, there are a lot of resources out there for people. They can uh, call Social Security. They can go on websites. They can call Medicare. They can go on a Medicare website and they can talk to their friends and family. (laughs) So why do we even need to do this show? Don't you think there's a lot of resources out there already in place for people? Definitely, there's a lot of resources. And if you've done what I've done, or some of us have done in the past, we go through all the resources. And after that, we're like, what? (laughs) Wait, what? Huh? How does that work? And who are you going to call? Well, for now, you can still call me. I'm Martha Clopin, and I love helping people navigate all kinds of insurance, Medicare, Medicaid, healthcare.gov, also known as the Obamacare plans, but people are starting to refer to that less and less and less. But I got to tell you, Tasha, I'm starting to get a little weary. Why? <laughs> I'm getting tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I must, I, I, I guess I need my uh, vitamins because I had the privilege. I was uh, invited to a Zoom birthday party a couple weeks ago. It was for a 100 year old. And this time, It was for someone turning 93. Wow, 93. Do you have any people in your circle that are 93? We definitely have people that are 93 and 94 and 95. (laughs) Wow, well, she was amazing. Uh, We sang happy birthday to her through Zoom, and she looked beautiful. She had on full makeup with lipstick and a beautiful, beautiful dress on, and she was very vibrant. 
and her voice was strong. I would say stronger than my voice. <laughs> her voice was quite strong and she was just so grateful to everyone for celebrating. And because people were zooming in from all parts of the country, she said, what a wonderful technology that it would allow her to see her friends and loved ones throughout the United States. And also we could see her. So do you ever do Zooms with family members who may be living in different states? Absolutely. Yes, we do. We do. And we even have one recently. Uh, there's a dear friend of mine. They did a Zoom from South Korea. South Korea. <laughs> Imagine wow. that. Wow. And how was the reception? The reception on our end, it was really good quality. And so was it on theirs. But can you wow, imagine no. technology today? It's like, wow. I can't imagine. That is wonderful. But I loved seeing her. I loved seeing other family members and friends that I don't get to see often, but it was wonderful. But what's more wonderful is to see someone decades older than me, <laughs> still vibrant and happy. I got to tell you, this tired, I, I, I need to learn a new word. Maybe I just need a little rest and some vitamins. To get rejuvenated. <laughs> to get rejuvenated. <laughs> and that's what the show always does. It rejuvenates me because I know... It doesn't matter to me how many people listen, how many people might be tuning in for the first time, how many people might be hanging up. <laughs> All that matters if I speak to one person and it helps them understand you have a Medicare buddy. Martha Clopin is your Medicare buddy and Tasha Josui has joined. And, you know, it's so funny because people, you know, they, they say to me, oh, how are you getting paid? You must be getting paid. Who's paying you? And I'm like... I apologize for thinking that this information is so important that I just need to find ways to share it with as many people as possible. And no, I don't get paid. That's why you hear public service announcements <laughs> instead of commercial sponsorships. But Tasha, I'm taking this social media class at the college level. And guess what I learned about young people? What did you learn recently? Oh, my goodness. If they were doing something like this, you better believe they would have sponsorship through clicks and all these other things. I, would, I had to, to, to do a paper about this. But the young people believe that they should be paid if they're even just just showing up and with a new outfit or blinking their eyes. I kid you not. There's mm -hmm. some people out there getting paid for having a youtube video where they just blink their eyes and people subscribe to the channel and there's lots of commercials playing on the channel and yes they get paid <laughs> so i've heard of that is that the influencers is it's that what the they call influencers, them influencers influencers yes. so i'm not a medicare influencer but maybe i need to look into that <laughs> there you go i don't want you folks getting all those fake ads and you know taking action when maybe you don't need to but anyway um, someone in this, this for my class, I had to watch this video about these social media influencers. And what are social media influencers? People who are spreading information that sound not about Medicare, maybe, but sound a lot like what I do, but they are sponsored. So every time somebody, uh, I guess, accesses their YouTube channel, subscribes to it, these folks are getting paid. But anyway, Someone that was doing this documentary that I was required to watch for my social media class, 
this gentleman was maybe in his 60s and he said to about a dozen influencers, he, he wanted to know from each and every one of them, what do you think about maybe being considered to be a sellout because you are in the background, you're providing information or you're eating, you know, some particular fast food or wearing some clothes or, you know, something like that. What do you think about the fact that some people might consider you to be a sellout? And what they say. And Tasha, I don't know if you, it, what sellout means to you, but to people in the age group of this gentleman who was uh, interviewing them for the documentary, he was shocked at the answer. So one person said, oh, a sellout? Well, why should I be concerned that somebody uh, is is upset about a concert being sold out? That's what selling out means, right? Your concert sold out. <laughs> that was one response. And another person's response, again, these are all young people under the age of, of 22, mm-hmm. uh, but these they all earn at least 50, I, I'm not exaggerating, they earn 50 to 70,000 per month from their, their, uh, their YouTube sites, their Instagram sites, their TikTok. I don't even know what that is. They earn it from uh, having their information uh, on the air that people can uh, tap into. But none of them knew what the term sellout meant. And when they were told that it was something that was circulating around in the 60s and 70s, and it meant somebody who instead of you know, really providing something uh, for no other reason than just to help the community that they were doing it for other purposes. That was kind of like a sellout. They they were like, well, why would somebody be upset about receiving money for, you know, putting on, you know, an outfit or blinking their eyebrows or doing a dance? Why should they be, why should they be upset? They should be paid. And I was like, what is that's what is that what many young people think so anyway i don't think that way but i think i understand now why people are always saying martha how do you get paid (laughs) so anyway i've gone over my time we're going to take a break and when we come back i'll get to some of those health insurance questions that came up this week we'll be back in a moment St. John Vianney Parish in Kailua is holding a free three-day mission led by national award-winning speaker, author Jeremy Rivera. Life in the Desert, a Lenten journey to greater faith, will explore how the three temptations of Jesus in the wilderness can lead us all closer to God and experience deeper healing. All are invited. Discover hidden gems of truth along our Lenten journey. This free mission is from March 6th to 8th from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. Visit stjohnvianneyhawaii.org. Reynolds Recycling, your neighborhood recycler, is committed to protecting Hawaii's future. With 13 locations across the island of Oahu and Kauai, Reynolds Recycling strives to make it easy to live Pono. If you live or work in central Oahu, visit them in the Halava Industrial Area, the Pearl City Shopping Center, Malka of Don Quixote, or at the corner of California and Plum Street in Wahiawa. Hours may vary by location. Visit ReynoldsRecycling.com for more information. Welcome back to a Medicare Moment with Martha. I'm your host, Martha Clopin, and I have in studio today, Miss Tasha Josui. Hello, hello, hello. I just love saying your name. 
I appreciate you saying my name. You say it so well and with such grace and love. I'll take it. Yes, it just rolls right off of my tongue. <laughs> uh, all of this to avoid getting into a very sticky, sticky insurance issue that has come up. But before that, I just want to remind everyone that I am not a social media influencer. And I understand I am losing out <laughs> on on hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, <laughs> because I'm not putting on an outfit or blinking my my eyes. Because <laughs> did you know you could earn fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year just standing in front of a camera and blinking? I mean, I saw it myself. I mean, this is for my class. So it must be real. <laughs> anyway, I try to do some real stuff every week. And I hope that it helps at least one person. That's my goal each week. If I just help one person, that's a sense of accomplishment. <laughs> I do hear from a lot of folks. And I heard from someone uh, this week, I just have to share this story. And a lot of folks, even those that are, you know, 60s, 70s, and in this case, this person is 83. Ooh, 83. There's our 80s, 90s, and 100s. That's correct. She's 83, but she was still working, still working. <laughs> and now she's decided she plans to retire in a couple months. So she went online and she, you know, got information about what she needed to do. She completed the information. And the next step for her was to sign up for a Medicare option. So she decided to do that herself as well. And there was a little problem. Uh, she got a message back that her Medicare number did not match and that application for coverage was not going to go through. Oh, no. So that's why I like for folks, you know, Tasha, to work with, you know, agents like yourself. And, and I also help folks. But anyway, uh, she found out. I, I helped her. I said, hey, I'll call with you. And I called with her. And we got a lovely person on the phone from the insurance company. And she said, I want to verify the birthday. She kind of like giggled. So we're like, that's weird. Why is she giggling mm -hmm. about a birthday? So the person gave her birthday as 1933. And the person from the insurance company said, oh, my goodness, I thought that was the problem. And we're like, well, can what? you share it with us? What's the problem? And she said, for some reason, the application took that 1933 as 1900. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so that's why the application didn't go through, because it was giving her an age connected with that Medicare number of 133 years old and of course I was gonna say she's not 133 <laughs> years old but when you do things online whatever you put in is what comes out now I don't know if the problem happened on the side of my dear buddy now who's 83 or it was in the transmission I think what happened someone uh, you know, at the insurance uh, company may have just inputted it incorrectly because actually she told me she mailed the application mm -hmm. uh, for that part for the insurance plan. So I think it was just an input er error, but we got it fixed. <laughs> Main thing is we were able to get that fixed. So she will now have her Medicare Advantage plan starting sometime in the not another month or two. But she said, Martha, 
from this point forward, I'm calling you because I, I, she said she just didn't know what to think. She sent the application. She did everything. She followed all the instructions online, but sometimes you need a little bit more. You need a little bit of coaching. And Tasha, even for you, sometimes when you're looking at things on the internet, you're talking to folks, you still have to do more research. Is that correct? I do. I do need to, to delve a little more, you know, real, going back to uh, Medicare's website, going back to Social Security's website, sometimes to the plan's website, just to double check and make sure that I've read it correctly. Because sometimes just that little miss, that little word you missed can make a difference. So I definitely have to double check. Exactly. And, you know, as I'm learning from this social media co uh, course, more and more people are turning to the Internet. But let me ask you this, Tasha, when you're researching on the Internet, it's so easy to Google. How do you know if the information is current? Good question. So when I do a research, I'm looking for the .gov site so mm -hmm. that I'm pulling it straight from the horse's mouth, so to speak, and going straight to the carrier site. And just being careful that when you're looking at it, because some of these people today, they're a little tech savvy, so they change one little letter, and you may have gone to a completely strange site and did it now. So just making sure that we're going straight to that site that is by the carrier, but mainly our, our .gov site and our social security, just so that I'm getting it straight from there. Right. That's so important. But I find that there is a lot of information and sometimes the information maybe on the government website is not uh, in terms that people are, you know, comfortable with. I, I just read a study by Forbes magazine that 77% of people do not know the difference between a maximum out-of-pocket amount a deductible and coinsurance, 77% wow. of people. Scary. <laughs> so even if you're reading something on a, a website or even if you're at the correct site, it's a real possibility you need some understanding. So Tasha, how much study did you have to do to get insurance licensed and also to learn about different health insurance plans? Was it something that you just read a book and boom, you're done and ready to go? Or did uh, it take... No. <laughs> Tell us about that experience. It definitely was not an overnight experience. It actually took me a number of months to get through. It did take me a while because there was so much to digest and understand. And even after you've gone through the uh, training and courses for Medicare itself and, and the licensing, once you go through all of that, you now have to understand each of the different product carriers and what their rules and regulations are in respect to, in addition to the Medicare rules. So Ex it was a lot. Exactly. And Tasha, you get three chances to pass this comprehensive uh, test. Just so three. what score do you have to get on the test to pass? I believe... If memory serves me right, because now my information, my brain it's is loaded. It's a 90, loaded. Tasha. It's my a brain 90. is loaded by everything else. But yes. So it's not a 70. It's no. not a C. You have to get an A like or an a. Mm -hmm. you will not be able to get licensed or appointed. And then you have to wait. To mark and you have to wait. So um, you should really give yourself a pat on the back, Tasha, because you did that. But imagine people who've not had that training, people who have not needed to take that test mm -hmm. and they're trying to figure out their insurance mm -hmm. so when we come back we're going to talk about the subject i've been avoiding i want to talk to people about something called the medicaid unwinding Ooh, Ooh that sounds so mysterious i'll try to break it down uh, when we come back we'll be back in a moment 
my dad. He's a double amputee, and uh, he's one of my favorite people in the world. To me, a hero is someone who fights for our country and freedom. My dad is a hero. Homes for our troops built this house, and it's basically made for him. My dad can get through the wide doorways. When he is making our lunch, he can reach anything we need. He'll help me build tiny projects. Life is good here. Without Homes for Our Troops, we'd be living in a home that didn't have all these features that helped him. Homes for Our Troops builds and donates specially adapted custom homes nationwide for severely injured post 9-11 veterans and enables them to rebuild their lives. If they get a new house like this one, it'll help them like do normal life. My dad's not just a hero, he's my hero. Join our mission at hfotusa.org. Welcome back to a Medicare Moment with Martha. I'm your host, Martha Klopin, and Tasha Josui has joined me in studio today. Welcome back to the show, Tasha. Thank you. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and Tasha was just explaining about the process uh, that she needed to experience to become a licensed insurance agent and also to get specific product training for uh, Medicare Advantage plans. And you also have training for these marketplace plans under healthcare.gov that used to be called Obamacare. Yes, I do. And did you have separate testing for that as well? I had separate testing for that as well. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine people get sent to a website and they're told, hey, it's so easy, just go to this website and choose a plan. But why do you have to do all that training and testing <laughs> if it's so simple for folks? Exactly. And, if, you know, as a, as a licensed agent, information is very important and getting the right information is very important. So that's definitely why I did it. Yeah, well, you don't have to be shy, Tasha. You can give yourself a pat on the back and say, I did it. I yes. did it. I did it. <laughs> I know. I'm so happy. I have... Uh, I started on this journey over 12 years ago. I, I've been uh, a registered investment advisor. I, I used to work for a trust company, uh, very serious, you know, uh, taking care of folks. And I still have clients from my investment advisory uh, days, and I manage um, money for them. But just principal protected annuities. I don't do any, oh, Martha, should I buy? I had a, a, a person, she's in her 90s. She called me and she wanted to know, have you heard about CRISPR therapeutics? I'm thinking about putting some money in that. I'm like, well, I don't study CRISPR, but I only do principal protected. I'm only interested in helping folks who, if they decide they want to invest their 401k, if they're retired and they, they, they want to keep whatever they were able to accumulate over their working years, they want to hold on to it. So if that's you, I'll talk to you about that. But I'm not getting into any discussion about stocks, even though that was my experience for 10 years working on Wall Street. But anyway, I've been avoiding Tasha talking about the Medicaid unwinding because I don't really know how to talk about it without maybe uh, scaring someone or confusing someone. So I think I won't say too much about it. But um, do are you familiar with what that is? I, I am. It's the uh, the for during the emergency. Uh, what is that? The 
the public health, health yes. emergency PHE, due to the public health emergency. Co- co- coronavirus response act. Right. People were able to, you know, get Medicaid coverage for uh, up until the emergency ended and right. this unwinding. And, is... and let me give you this statistic. Mm-hmm. Medicaid enrollment increased by 30 percent. Put that in numbers. 19.5 million, according to the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid. Kate, not Martha, but 19.5 million qualified because of this special funding that was made available to states uh, to keep people on the plan. Right. And with the ending right around the corner, what does that mean for everyone? People are going to begin to be disenrolled. Right. So um, according to uh, something that happened that most people don't follow this stuff, but Congress signed into law on December 29th uh, an end to this funding that allowed, you know, you know, these 19.5 million people who may not have qualified, uh, but qualified because of the funding, they're going to start looking at that. So on April 1st, they're going to lift the continuous, continuous coverage protection. They're calling that the unwinding. Now, mm-hmm. don't get upset it doesn't mean that, you know, anybody who has Medicaid or Medicaid and Medicare doesn't mean you're going to get disenrolled. What it means is just make sure you're looking in the mail and you're looking for anything to do a redetermination because for two years, the Medicaid department and states throughout the country, states mm-hmm. throughout the country, they were not sending those redetermination um, letters. So, um uh, they'll, they're going to start doing it now. And this says under current law, the earliest people could be disenrolled would be May 1st. So it doesn't mean you'll be disenrolled May 1st because they're requiring the states to start the process and at least take about a year uh, to uh, to get this thing, uh, to get the redeterminations done. So there are some options if that is your uh, particular situation. So again, we don't want people to worry. So Tasha, I want to thank you so much once again for coming uh, to studio to be with me today. And I look forward to being back with everyone next week. Uh, as always, I wish you peace in your heart, peace in your mind, and peace in your life. <laughs> listening to a Medicare moment today with Martha. We hope that today's program has been helpful for you. For more information, please call us at 808-230-3379. That's 808-230-3379 or email us at getmartha@aol.com. The preceding educational information was sponsored by Get2Insurance.com.